0: Hello and welcome to Wednesdays with WE. This is the ninth episode, and as usual, before I get into the thick of things, I'll always uh, welcome you and also tell you that you can catch up with all the previous episodes on the handles of uh, Hindu and the Sports Star. And also, for the people who are joining us for the first time, give us your comments and also subscribe and also press the like button and inform all your friends because uh, you're going to be. Privy to a lot of great content. Now, let me get into the thick of it. My guest tonight has been the architect of uh, building a fantastic bowling attack for India during his tenure as the bowling coach of Team India. And he's also been a long time friend of mine. I know him for more than 40 years. Phenomenal knowledge he has about cricket and uh, he's gone from strength to strength in his coaching career. And at the moment, it's my privilege and pleasure to welcome Arun and also to present Bharat Arun to you people. Good evening Arun, how are you? Hi, good evening Ram, you've
1: been very kind and uh, I am very happy to be on the show. So, it's it's great to be always, uh, it's, it's always great to be interacting with you. So, let's begin.
0: One of the remarkable attributes that you had always is your power of observation. You always... Uh, would observe people very keenly the way they talk, the way they do things. That's a very important attribute for a coach, isn't it? Because he's got to observe a lot of things.
1: Uh, Yeah, bang um, on the money because I think coaching, you coach the person, uh, you don't coach the Sport, uh, sport is just a medium. So I think, uh, in order to coach very effectively, you need to understand a person, understand what uh, he likes, and uh, uh, also, um, like you rightly mentioned, um, you need to observe what he's doing, what are the things he's good at, and what are the things, uh, what are his uh, shortcomings. So once you understand all this and you build a relationship to coach, uh, that's when coaching becomes uh, very effective.
0: And obviously your observatory powers has also helped you to mimic people, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we'll I always, al-
1: always uh, did it when um, I was uh, a kid, but then uh, maybe that's, pro- I, I always like to observe even when I'm sitting at the airport. So I observe different kind of people and I uh, think it's, um, it's something which is in, ingrained in me. Uh, maybe that's one quality you need as a coach to succeed. Uh, I was lucky enough to have that uh, from a young age.
0: Yes, you had that and you also had a great willingness to learn all the time. One of the biggest challenges the coaches go through is improvising as things pan out, isn't it? Uh, Well, you evolve as
1: a coach. Um, I, um, to me, after going through all the coach education courses, Um, Yes, you did well and you passed, but I feel that is the beginning of your uh, learning. Uh, Every time you enter the field, every time you interact with people um, and every time you interact with different uh, players, there's a lot in it for us to learn. And uh, a little while ago, you said um, you you need to be a, a good student. So I think in order to be a good coach, you need to be a great student. So, that, that learning capacity and always willing to learn, will, uh, you will evolve um, in, into being a better coach.
0: Learning is important. And as you take charge of teams, as you handle teams, you're always facing challenges. Let's uh, look at the things that are happening now. Let's take the case of Bumrah. Suddenly, the team manager gets to here; he's not available. How much more challenging can it get for coaches? It, it is. I,
1: I think losing out Bumrah is not easy. Uh, the quality that, uh, and the experience that Bumrah brings into the team. Uh, it's like-to-like. Uh, like, it's very, very difficult to replace. But uh, therein lies a the challenge for another bowler to rise and uh, say, let me do the job for the country. Uh, that, that gives an, a great opportunity to another upcoming talented bowler to take up this challenge. I, I remember Boomrah once uh, in Australia, the first time when he played. He faced with similar challenges and he was, he was on the money right from the beginning. So I, I think, yes, unfortunate that we have lost Boomra, but also it's a great opportunity for another bowler to uh, you know, pick himself
0: up. You boys did well, you Ravi Sridhar, on the famous tour of Australia. Every morning you woke up, you were uh, hearing about somebody not being fit. There came a stage where you were looking to buy whites and uh, have a bit of a net session, weren't you? That many challenges you had to overcome on that tour. Yeah,
1: exactly. And uh, because also the restrictions of COVID, uh, it was extremely difficult for any player to be sent back or bring another player into Australia. With great difficulty, we as an Indian team uh, went in with a lot of restrictions. And uh, we not only had to quarantine for two weeks in uh, Dubai, we also had to quarantine in Australia for two weeks. It was, it was, there were tough times. And at that point, I think Ravi had the foresight to say, uh, let's not, um, the, 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 all the players who played the one days and the T20 were supposed to go back and he said it's going to be difficult in case someone gets injured to bring any player into Australia. So let's keep everybody back and uh, I think the BCCI also readily agreed uh, to have all the players back and that, that kind of helped us a great deal.
0: Did it drive you guys crazy at any time? Because of pandemic restrictions, injuries one after the other, challenges one after the other. How really tough was it for you guys?
1: I think it was. Uh, uh, initially, it was uh, the quarantine was pretty hard, and then there was uh, soft quarantine. We were told not to get into uh, public places and things like that. We were up for the challenge even before we went. We had a meeting in Dubai immediately after the uh, you know the, uh, uh, the quarantine period was over. So in that meeting, we discussed that this is going to be a very, very tough door with challenges and in Australia, they try to make it that much more difficult for you to work on the mental side and to kill you mentally. So I, we, we were up for this. We uh, made it a point and decided that we will not complain about anything. We will be only focused on what we do. Uh, no matter how much they try to, uh, in, you know, make uh, things difficult for you, we will. Our focus will be on the game. And uh, I think that that uh, process that we set much before the the tour started. Uh, uh, I thought that was a great way to. Uh, overcome the challenges that we faced in Australia.
0: Fast bowlers tend to get injured, especially the ones with uh, unique actions. Is there something that can be done to prevent uh, injuries?
1: Well, um, a good uh, fast uh, injuries are uh, a very inherent part of uh, fast bowling. And uh, however, even if your action is good, you are bound to be injured sometime uh, that, that doesn't give you a total uh, you know kind of uh, blanket uh, insurance for you not to be injured injuries are part of sport and more so uh, with uh, unique bowling action like uh, bumrah but i think with a lot of workload management especially in cases uh, like bowlers like Boomrah and uh, working a lot on their strength the bowler also need needs to sacrifice a lot in terms of his uh, diet, in terms of his exercise and equal importance to his uh, physical well-being. All these things go a long way in preventing your injury, but uh, it doesn't, uh, you know, kind of uh, give you any assurance that you will not be injured. You have to handle it, especially uh, people with unique bowling actions.
0: they are bound.
1: They are, they are, I would say they are a lot more injury prone than one
0: with a nice, smooth bowling action. And hey, me on work management, you brought it up. It is good. You brought it up. It's okay up to a point, but it does have its limitations, isn't it? How much ever you try to manage the workload of a fast bowler. Well,
1: um, see, uh, matches are some uh, thing which you have no control. If you need a bowler, if the captain needs a bowler to bowl that many overs or if he wants boomrah at the match situation, he needs to bowl a longer spell. Those are unavoidable circumstances. And I think those are circumstances when a bowler should uh, not worry about uh, workload management. But after the games, sufficient rest, because uh, rest is one of the best uh, um, um, thing that any bowler can have. By rest, I mean active rest, where there is a lot of onus on um, uh, fitness, uh, it can be pool sessions, it's a good recovery through a good sleep and quality food that you eat. All this would uh, go a long way in making sure that a fast bowler remains fit over a period of time. So, as you rightly said, uh, matches, no, you have no control. But between matches is something which I think you should pay a lot of importance to uh, for bowlers like uh, Boomrah or any other fast bowler who bowls extended overs for the country to uh, be fit at any given point of time.
0: From the physical side of cricket, especially fast bowling, let's go to the mental side. Do the fast bowlers need to have a different psyche?
1: Definitely, yes. Um, Sometimes uh, I remember one incident when uh, one of the Indian fast bowlers um, in the 2018 series, he came up to... uh, came up to me during the last test in sydney when it was raining and we were uh, uh, you know the match was heading to a draw and uh, he said uh, i am a little tired now um, uh, obviously he bowled a lot of overs he did magnificently well for india and he said uh, this time i am going to bowl within myself so I very clearly remember the conversation. I said, uh, if you bowl well within yourself now, the batsman who's playing there, he wouldn't know that you're bowling within yourself. Mentally, he would have an advantage of getting over your uh, bowling if you're going to be bowling uh, within yourself. So I think no matter where you bowl, it is important that um, you come out and bowl with with all vigour, Uh, during the last match of the series it so happened that that game he bowled the fastest spell um, of the of the whole tournament and uh, he came and said it felt very good when the chips were down because i think it's it's hugely mental cricket a lot of people say cricket is 90 percent mental and uh, it's the 10 percent physical part for 10 percent physical part You spend so much time um, in the gym. You spend so much time on the field, honing your skills, but how much time do you literally give for the mental part, which many people say constitutes 90%. You don't have to put five hours of work, but at least half an hour of work, setting the processes, understanding yourself is extremely important for a fast bowler.
0: The boys are in Australia for the T20 World Cup. It's a format dominated by the batters. Do the bowlers need to have a different kind of mindset? How do they go about it? See, T20 is a format that
1: really challenges the best of bowlers because uh, you could be bowling to your strength and that ball could be hit out of the park. So again, uh, we were talking of uh, the mental aspect of the game. When your best ball is being hit out of the park, a bowler tends to move away from his strength and uh, sometimes the pressure could make him blank and he could end up bowling, um, you know, areas which are, which are not his strengths. So I think you need tremendous amount of mental uh, strength to stay calm at that point of time. And uh, also in T20 cricket, you, your comeback of two balls can be the deciding factor in a match. Uh, you may be hit for two consecutive sixes, but you could come back very strongly the next two balls. But that depends on how much the bowler, in spite of getting hit, gets back to his strength. Uh, so I, I, I firmly believe, and I al- always keep telling the bowlers, under pressure, go back to what you are absolutely sure of executing. So, if you go and if you are very clear in the mind of what you want to execute, you have the best chance of executing uh, what you want to do. So, this by this, I think uh, it's easily said, but I think under pressure, the bowler goes through tremendous amount of um, uh, you know thought processes, or he gets blank. But to go back to his strengths is a very very simple mantra for any bowler to do well.
0: Bowl is like surfaces which offer some bounce. In Australia, you're likely to get some bounce. Does it make it a level playing field for the World Cup matches?
1: I think uh, Australia, you get probably one of the best and the most sporting wickets um, you can get around the world, especially for one-day cricket. Uh, wickets are hard uh, they are bouncy they are very well prepared it gives you even chance for a batsman to play uh, you know all around and some of the shots which he cannot play in other uh, parts of the world and also for a bowler there is enough um, in the wicket if you are willing to especially for fast bowlers if you are willing to bend the back the grounds are big so you could play to situations um, according to the uh, uh, dimensions of the ground and uh, there is something in the wicket for the bowlers for them to excel. So, I think uh, it, it's a great challenge. You're bowling to the best in the world. Um, also, some of the best batsmen, the best innings have been played in Australia. Uh, so, it's, it's, a, it's a great battle between bat and ball.
0: Having a left arm Seema is a great boon. you impressed with Ashdeep, whatever you've seen of him so far?
1: Yes, uh, he's been pretty impressive. Uh, I feel he bowls uh, pretty well at the depth. Uh, all he needs is a lot more confidence, which I'm sure the, uh, the uh, Indian team management would be giving uh, uh, Arshadeep. He's very talented. As you rightly said, being a left-hander adds to that advantage, uh, especially in T20 cricket.
0: We as coaches always like to get on with it. By that, I mean the team has been picked. We would like to obviously back everybody who's a part of the team. Now, if you are a part of the setup, would you have pumped for Umran Malik?
1: Uh, Umran Malik is uh, exciting. He's got the pace. And I think we're given the right uh, kind of fields. Uh, he's done pretty well for uh, in, in the IPL. Considering the wickets in Australia... I feel that uh, India have carried uh, far too many spinners. Um, uh, somebody like an um- Umran Malik uh, would definitely be a great flip for the team.
0: What is the big difference between the side you handled in the last T20 World Cup and the one that is there in Australia now? Uh,
1: I would say the. Um, with the, with the experience, the bowling experience, um, um, the batting is more or less the same and uh, most Indian batsmen uh, play exceptional cricket in Australia and we as uh, the Indian team, uh, always in uh, we have done exceptionally well in the ICC tournaments and in Australia. So, I don't think batting is much of a concern. Uh, what, uh, what I'm little skeptical about is our death bowling with bumra not being there but uh, as i said earlier there are bowlers who are capable harshal patel uh, has done well exceedingly well in india and uh, Arshdeep too uh, he's proved time and again that he's good at the death but now would they rise to the challenge is uh, something which we have to wait and see
0: You felt India is carrying one spinner too many. What role do you see for the spinners in Australia in the World Cup? Yes, there is bounds.
1: bounce. The grounds are big. Uh, Spinners have a very important role in Australia. But I think three spinners are too many because you're not going to play more than at any given point. You would be playing just one spinner in the team and uh, you have the choice. Of uh, two spinners in the side, three spinners is one too many. That's why I said probably Umran Malik uh, instead of one spinner would have uh, been a very, very wise move.
0: Are you one who believes in the bowlers playing their hand with the bat? Because those runs can be the difference between success and defeat. The runs they get towards the end.
1: Well, I think many a times there, there has been occasions when uh, if if some of the bowlers can bat, uh, it's proven very, very handy, especially big scoring games and very close games. Um, I think if, if a bowler can uh, chip in with something with a bat, it's always a very handy uh, thing to have.
0: Can we expect some runs from the bowlers that we have in the party now?
1: Uh, I think it's uh, pretty difficult if uh, Akshar Patel uh, is playing. Uh, Harshal uh, Patel both both can bat a bit and uh, so can uh, Burnish. So, apart from that, uh, I don't see many runs coming under tough situations in Australia.
0: What are the pressures that bowlers need to overcome in a major tournament like Welcome?
1: Well, uh, there is a lot of uh, expectation in the, during the World Cup, uh, the, the expectation from the 1.4 billion in the country and, uh, you know, that's expectation, your own expectation of what you want to do at the World Cup. But again, none of it is going to help you perform better. Uh, all you need to do is the kind of work that you put in. Um, uh, the if, if, if you're really, really prepared well and... Uh, a lot of people talk of the bear you know process what exactly is the process is something which you need to define you got to understand yourself as a bowler very very well uh, you got to understand the areas that uh, uh, you, the strengths that you have that with with your strengths what are the areas i need to bowl um, how how quickly they are able to adapt to the australian wickets is a challenge that's why i said some somebody experienced like a mohammed shami um, for uh, Bumrah, would have been brilliant because he's played in Australia so many times. So, for, for a bowler, the biggest challenge would be to focus on his strengths at any given point of time, especially in this format.
0: You spoke about adaptability. How adaptable do you think is this particular fast bowling attack that's been picked for the World Cup?
1: I think uh, the Bhuvanesh has had a pretty good uh, run in Australia. Um, uh, and uh, the rest of them, they've hardly played like Arshadeep or Patel, uh, Harshal Patel or Arshadeep Singh haven't uh, played in Australia. I think um, it, it would be a challenge, but also uh, to have somebody uh, like them who really willing to bend their backs in helpful conditions in Australia could be an
0: advantage to Team India. I asked about adaptability because in the World Cup, unlike a bilateral series, you play a different side every game, which means things, plans will have to change. Your approach has to change, isn't it?
1: Yes, Uh, uh, the the whole thing is about uh, planning. And uh, today they have a lot of data on every batsman uh, that you can come across in World Cricket. So that helps you to plan, but uh, also matching those uh, areas of uh, shortcomings of a batsman with the strength of a bowler is going to uh, is is an additional thing which you would be doing as a, a team and the team management so uh, with all those data planning and the, as i said earlier the execution part of it is uh, is the greatest challenge and for somebody who totally believes in his strengths Uh, And who's very sure of what he wants to execute at the top of his run has the best chance to do it. So time and again, if you're going to work on that, that's why I had a a policy where um, the bowlers at the top of their run at practice, uh, you can't replicate a match scenario at practice, but uh, at practice, every bowler would tell me what he wants to execute. And I would give them the feedback as to what, uh, how close they were to execute. Either they have executed or how close or how far away they were from their target. So I think constantly putting pressure on yourself right from practice would be a great way for bowlers because match becomes an extension uh, of your net. Um, and because every time you bowl in the net, there is pressure. You're bowling to one of the best batsmen and all these batsmen have also seen you before. Day in and day out, they see you and they know what uh, to expect of you. So, to fox them is a big challenge and that they can
0: practice in the net. Your coaching philosophy is empowering. From the time you took over and to the time you left the team, how independent did the bowlers become? To what extent they became independent?
1: Well, uh, the later part of my uh, stint with the team, uh, I think the coach's role should become more and more redundant uh, as you go on. Um, so, that means uh, the bowlers are empowered. So, uh, most of the meetings, I, I, I believe in having one-to-one meetings because I think uh, it's a lot more specific. And I, I learned to understand the bowlers' psyche and they are, they are a lot more open in our culture and uh, when I do one-to-one with them. Uh, So doing that um, that helps me understand uh, these bowlers well and they would come up with their own plans. As you rightly said, empowering is about the bowler, understanding his strengths, being able to read the batsman's uh, strengths and shortcomings and devising a plan for that. I would only add to whatever they come up with um, and invariably, most of the time they make their own plans.
0: But now for they the have not
1: discuss those
0: plans with me. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, because there should be clarity, there should be yeah. open communication. That's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. For the benefit of the fans, and of course, uh, given your knowledge, briefly decode the bowling attack of uh, Team India in the World Cup. Each bowler, briefly.
1: Okay, um, uh, as you all know, the, uh, but definitely has the moment. He has the skills. He can bowl in the uh, in the death overs as well. Um, but to me, if whenever Bonesh is bowling 130, 135 plus, he's uh, probably at his uh, peak bowling form, and that would that would add a lot of weight. Harshal Patel, <clears throat> yes, he's time and again proved. Uh, uh, he's got the variety. Um, and uh, the it's, it's slow bouncers, that would be a great asset in Australia, especially with the south, the, uh, you know, the mid-wicket boundaries or the square boundaries being a lot bigger in most of the grounds. It would be a great asset for him to use those slow bouncers. He can use them very well. Um, Ashadeep, uh, yes, um, he's proved time and again, Uh, In the IPL, to me, he's probably one of the most uh, impressive bowlers in the IPL. And uh, all he needs is the confidence of the team uh, and the team management because he's got all the ingredients to be uh, successful at this level. But what what I felt, I, I strongly felt that he needed a lot more confidence from the team management, which they are trying to give him. So there, he's uh, <clears throat> probably uh, there, and also the added advantage of being a left-hander uh, could could be a could be an asset for us. Uh, Ashwin is bowled exceptionally well of late, but uh, I wouldn't like to see Ashwin uh, warm the benches. Um, Bowler like Ashwin, if he's in the team, um, I think you should. Use him a lot more uh, um, than what they have been doing. Uh, Harshal Patel gives you the all-round, uh, you know, angle. He's he's somebody who's capable, who is a good uh, striker of the ball, and uh, with the speed and the bounce that he could extract with uh, uh, with his bowling action, it in Australia he could be a handful. And uh, Chahel, of course, you have uh, seen what he's capable of. Um I would like Chahel to be extremely confident. When he's really confident, he can be a match enough for you. So overall, I think they have the strength, they have the ability. It is the kind of confidence uh, that they're going to have, which is going to be the deciding
0: factor in this World Cup. What are the personality types that are easy to handle and which are a challenge? <laughs> Well,
1: uh, I think to a, cha- to a coach, um, the, all the bowlers that I've named now and uh, the bowlers who were uh, uh, with the uh, uh, Indian team, all of them uh, were different. Um, as, I, as I said earlier, it is about understanding these players. Um, and uh, that, that is the biggest challenge for a coach uh, to, to understand a player. Because as I said earlier, it is a relationship which you build and uh, it is interesting it is very very interesting for coaches to understand different uh, people and uh, get the
0: best out of them how different is the ipl gig
1: well uh, ipl also the biggest challenge is to uh, cut uh, uh, to come across all uh, uh, different cultures um, you know what you say to an Indian bowler, and what you say to a probably an Australian bowler. The what what you want to the crux of the thing could be the same, but how you put it across could be a little different. And uh, so, as a coach, uh, it, to win, uh, uh, to instantaneously uh, cut across all barriers, and to win the confidence of the players is the biggest challenge initially, because unless you have the confidence of a player. It's very difficult to coach him. So, I think the greatest challenge here is the um, is how soon a coach adapts to different players and win their confidence.
0: You, Sridhar Ravi, made a great team. There's a lot of understanding. Of course, Ravi for you is more than a contemporary and a teammate, isn't he?
1: Oh, yes to me I know him uh, um, for the last 40 years it's not that uh, it's been a very smooth journey for us we have had our ups and downs we have had our differences but uh, yes uh, we've fought bitterly sometimes but one one good thing was uh, it nothing was personal it was all for the um, you know um, for the team and uh, when we did the the the, the fact that uh, we both were close also helped and uh, uh, I could voice whatever I want to with him. And, but when we came out of the room, our thought process was one. And uh, uh, he, he's someone, I must really say, he doesn't look over your shoulder. If he, if he has confidence in your abilities, he's somebody who's never going to look at the shoulder. He gives you freedom to work the way you want to. But uh, he was uh, on the whole, but he was a very tough uh, taskmaster. That's what I would say.
0: The three of you aren't finished yet. You started Coaching Beyond, a venture to help youngsters of the next generation. Just uh, talk us through that bit. Well, uh,
1: Coaching Beyond was something which we were discussing for the last uh, two uh, years. And uh, we felt we are not going to last uh, all the time with the Indian team, but uh, we felt that uh, there's a huge, uh, you know, um, uh, demand for Indian coaches. And there is, uh, I think a lot of, for example, there are about more than... I would say say, some stats tell me, I don't know how far they're true, that there are about 54 million kids playing the sport. And uh, essentially you have only about 3,500 or 4,000 coaches where you need more than 2 million coaches in the country. So we felt that uh, we need to do something. Um, um, It's uh, it's something which, uh, you know, uh, so we started, we said we would have coach education projects. And also we felt, that uh, we would start coaching right from grassroots to, uh, to elite cricketers. We want the talented young cricketers to get the same inputs as a, a top Indian cricketer gets. So that's, why that, that, that's when Coaching Beyond was born. So it serves both the purpose of coaching young uh, players and also we are into coach education projects. We are shortly going to come out with a um, um, online coach education portal, which is going to be an LMS platform. So the reach uh, to different coaches, we ideally we would want every academy coach in the country every physical education teacher and anyone who's interested in coaching to uh, you know go through the course because it's just about sharing knowledge it's not about uh, anything else it's about sharing knowledge and how to coach so i think that that that's when uh, the coach education courses were also uh, you know born so it's it's a dual role of uh, educating the players and also coach education. So, kind of, it's pretty interesting.
0: There you go, folks. You want to enhance your knowledge or you want your kids to become better cricketers. This is the man to get in touch with. Arun, we spoke a little bit about injury prevention. Is that viable? Is it practical? You cannot be
1: injury-free, but you can delay the onset of injuries and uh, also... Uh, you 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 could uh, by working on the strengths of a player. Each player is different. Understanding their strengths and working uh, on their stre- um, working on their shortcomings to make them stronger. Uh, you need overall strength, all-round strength to be a fast bowler, especially. And uh, understanding what requires to be a good fast bowler is extremely important. So if that is there, you could uh, realistically. Um the, the career of a fast bowler can be a lot more than what uh, it is and uh, for a very large part of it, you can stay injury-free. But there is nothing that can guarantee and say that the player would be totally injury-free.
0: If there is one thing that Team India needs to do to win the World Cup, what do you think that will be?
1: Just go out and express themselves like what they... They, they should be absolutely fearless uh, because T20 has shown that uh, teams that have played fearless cricket have done exceptionally well. Um, if, if there is one one thing that I would want Team India to do because they have the tremendous abilities, they should be absolutely fearless to do that.
0: Let's have a sample of your mimicry in our room. Now, imagine Ravi is asked, a question about a debatable thing. Let's say the selection of Umran Malik is for it. The others are not easily buying into it. Let's have a line or two in this style. <laughs> Just go ahead and pick that guy. I like him, and he's probably the
1: best guy around. <laughs> that would be the way Ravi would be
0: saying, and. Uh, Yes. Thanks, Arun. Thanks a lot for your time. And as usual, it is great to listen to you, uh, sharing your knowledge. I'm sure a lot of people would have uh, been uh, waiting for some knowledge to be given to them about fast bowling and the injury prevention and uh, various other aspects that go with it. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, look forward to catching up with you in person. Sure. Cheers, Ram. It's always a pleasure
1: uh, talking to you. Take care. Super.
0: There it was, Bharat Aron, sharing his knowledge about uh, various aspects of fast bowling and also about his tenure with Team India. And he's also told what he thinks of the current bowling attack of Team India. Hopefully, they'll all uh, do as well as he expects them to. But uh, we'll all have to wait and see, won't we? So, the fact of the matter is that I will be with you in a week's time. And until then, I'd like you to be uh, good and also be safe.